This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2687, How to Find Peace Living with a Pack Rat, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Justin Mollick. I'm gonna jump right into today's post, a frequently asked question, as we optimize your life. How to Find Peace Living with a Pack Rat, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Many people who try to simplify their lives and declutter their living spaces find that the most difficult obstacle in their quest for simplicity isn't the clutter itself, but a significant other or roommate who isn't on board the simplicity train. Living with a pack rat can be downright frustrating for many simplifiers. Recently, a reader asked, quote, I live in a big house with tons of things, mostly my husband's. He's not on board with my lifelong minimalism and quest for a simple lifestyle. Shame I adore him so. Any suggestions for finding peace with a pack rat? End quote. This is actually an issue that many people making positive life changes will face. They want to make changes, but others in their life don't want to make the changes. If you have a spouse who likes to spend a lot, but you're trying to be frugal, or a spouse who eats fatty, sugary foods when you're trying to eat healthy, it can be very difficult. But there are ways to live in peace instead of constant war with a pack rat. Let's look at several strategies and you should find the strategy that applies best to you. Strategy number one, win them over. This is the strategy I've used with success with my wife Eva and it's the ideal strategy, of course. I didn't force Eva to join me in any of my changes, but partly because of inspiration from me and partly because she's a strong-willed person herself, in the past year or so, she has joined me or worked on her own to eat healthier, exercise for the first time in her life, reduce clutter, it's a blast, become organized, and achieve her goals. I'm extremely proud of her. The strategy is to inspire your significant other to join you in your positive life change. You cannot change someone or force them to change. You can't nag or bully. However, here's what you can do. Number one, inspire. Show them what a great thing this change is for you, how it has helped you and made you happier. Show them how much of a burden is lifted when you get rid of clutter, how simplicity is so much more calming and pleasing. Show them how excited you are about this. Number two, inform. Talk to them about what you're going through, why you're doing it, what it requires, how it makes you feel. Offer to give them some reading material. Ask if they're interested. If not, don't force it on them, just encourage. I've sent Eva links from time to time that she might be interested in, and she actually reads some of them. Number three, 
ask for help. Making a positive life change is always easier and more likely to be successful if you have support from a loved one. Be direct and ask your significant other or roommate, if that's the case, for their help. Many times people will give you help if you ask for it. Don't make it seem like you're trying to change them, but that you just want their help in making your change. Number four, make it a team effort. If they're open to the change and want to read more about it, ask them if they'd like to join you. Sometimes they will. Suggest that instead of you making this change alone, the two of you do it together as a team. It can be great fun. Even I love decluttering together. And number five, be patient. Just because you're excited about making a change doesn't mean your partner will be. You have to expect that people move at their own pace. Just be encouraging and months down the road, you never know, your partner might start to come around. Until then, don't be negative at all if you can help it. Negativity works against you. Strategy number two, zone defense. If the first and ideal strategy doesn't work or at least hasn't worked yet and your partner or roommate refuses to join you in decluttering, work out a compromise. A compromise is not ideal, compromises never are, but it can keep both of you sane so you might give it a try. Split up the house into zones. For example, the living room and kitchen might be yours while the home office and bedroom are theirs or you might even have zones within a room. Again, not ideal, but it's workable and I've heard of people doing this with success. Within your zone, you're free to do with it what you want. Declutter or hoard, it's up to you. Decorate it how you want. Keep it as clean or as dirty as you want. But no one is allowed to violate the other's zone. And if you make a mess in the other person's zone, you must agree to clean it up right away. This can be a permanent or a temporary solution. Strategy number three, find zen in the center of chaos. This is much more difficult than the first two strategies, but I've also known people who have learned to use it. Just learn to live with their pack rat ways. Accept that you cannot change them, but that you love them and just accept their clutter and mess. It's difficult, I know. It takes a lot of meditation, a lot of soul searching, a lot of deep breathing. It may take months or years to learn this, but consider that if you don't, you may lose your sanity. Accept what you cannot change and change that which you can. One way to live with this strategy is to ask your pack rat loved one if you can declutter certain things and keep their clutter hidden in cabinets. Then you just need to worry about them leaving things around the house. If you don't like it, you'll need to clean up after them. If you can live with it, then don't clean it up. If you choose this strategy, I suggest, number one, doing some daily meditation or exercise to find your center of peace, and number two, having at least one corner of the house that is your own, that you can spend time in reading or meditating or working without clutter, your little zone of peace. And strategy number four, ditch them. This, of course, is the most drastic of the strategies and is strictly a course of last resort. There are times when two people grow apart and their lifestyles and views on life and hopes and dreams are no longer compatible. In these cases, It could be beneficial to both parties if they go separate ways, especially if staying together causes more harm than it does good. And I'm not recommending that you get a divorce. I never recommend that, although I have heard of people who have done this because they can no longer live together due to clutter and other issues. 
I think the strategy is usually more appropriate for roommates as they don't have the issues of a relationship and legal and financial ties to separate. But if things have gotten so bad that you're no longer happy in your relationship, well, you should consider all options. You just listened to the post titled, How to Find Peace Living with a Pack Rat by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Thank you to Leo for the post. I'm in some minimalism Facebook groups, and this has to be one of the most frequently asked questions that I see. What do you do when you want to move towards living a certain way, but your family isn't on board? Or not yet, at least. It's a tough one and probably one of the biggest reasons why people give up early. When you have support, it completely changes the game. It makes it so much easier when others want to go along for the ride with you. But when you have the opposite issue of everyone else not wanting to make a change and being comfortable with how things are, it can be super defeating. And ditching the person should really be the very, very last resort, I think, like he said. Obviously, winning them over is probably the best case scenario. So I'm glad Leo provided multiple strategies within that bullet point from inspiring to informing, asking for help, and so on. Even just listening to an article like this in your car along with a loved one or roommate could spark something in them. Or maybe a documentary on Netflix, watching that together. There are a bunch now. It's not forcing, but just simple suggestion. And who knows, maybe they'll come to the same conclusion as you with just a little bit of time. But if you have a specific strategy that works, do let me know. Thank you for listening and being here and optimizing your life along with me. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.